Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jake. And this is We, we Trust, Trust the, the Process. Process. This is a podcast about uh, two people who are engaged watching The Bachelorette together. Yeah. It's been pretty good so far. And those people are us. Yeah. Jake and Sarah. Okay. So this has been week five, night one. Week five, night one. A little bit of housekeeping. We're going to try to do an episode tonight and have it out tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Why not? Exactly. And then do the same thing the next night. So we'll have two separate episodes out this week. One on Tuesday and one on Wednesday. So today on our episode, we had a chicken salad sandwich with bagel and a little bit of rosé. That's how we celebrated our bachelor night. That was our bachelor dinner. What did you guys have for dinner? Tweeted us. Tweet, tweet us. We're at We Trust T, the letter T, process. Yes. I love Twitter. <laughs> I don't usually do Twitter, but looking through people's tweets uh, that are Bachelorette related is so fun to me. I think last weekend was, the, or last week was the first time that yep. you actually like looked at it. And I laughed so hard for so long. Probably like a half hour before bed, you were just like hysterically <laughs> laughing, reading other people's tweets about the show. <laughs> They're so good. People are so funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week kicked off. As a cliffhanger. So we were dealing with Lee and Kenny, which, uh, no big surprise, because that seems like what we dealt with for this entire episode off and on. So it started with Kenny taking Lee out to the patio to confront him. And I don't know. like who... Exactly. No big surprise what was said. Blah, blah, blah. You lied about a lot of things. Lee's an asshole. Um, Peter was pretty insightful about this. He said that there's no point in talking to Lee. He, like, it seemed like Peter has a good head on his shoulders. A very handsome head. Oh, such a handsome head. <laughs> that hot tub. Woo! It's so steamy in here now. <laughs> so while Kenny and Lee were talking, um, Rachel was having some one-on-one -on -one time with Brian. Just, just hanging out in a yacht, you know? Yeah. The little sailboat thing. And then he was saying uh, how perfect they are for each other and just kind of like really ramping it up. Just like laying it on thick. And she's still kind of like, you're too good to be true. You're too perfect. You know what my feeling is about Brian? What's that? Do you want to know? I'm guessing you don't like him too much. I want, I just can't wait till towards the end of the season when Brian gets sent home <laughs> and is really sad. <laughs> Oh, I might be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, I just, he just seems so confident about how things are between them. And their relationship has no substance, at least that we've seen. They just make out a lot. And I just really am looking forward to him being devastated when he sends her him home. Taking when she sends him home. Right. I'm taking it you don't really like super confident people then. No, it's not. Because I think Peter is confident, but I think that we've seen something to be confident about. But with Brian, even after the one-on-one, -on -one, we didn't see them talk about anything of substance about life or what their relationship would be like. I think all they talked about that was kind of meaningful was how they don't talk about things. Yeah, but that's not good. Oh, definitely not. That's not helpful. <laughs> Like, yeah, and it seems like that's sort of, you would take that opportunity to open up and say something interesting about yourself. I mean, he's sort of opened up a little bit, talking about how he was in that long relationship. Yeah, for a we'll while. get into it. 
I think that 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 was like a, just a segue into them being able to make out some more. The way they kiss is disturbing to me as well. The way that he kind of goes at her face, and you can see him kind of like swoop in, bobbing back and forth, like it's like a rhythmic tongue kiss. Like, and his tongue always kind of comes out of her mouth, like on the bottom, so you can like see him like lapping at her mouth. <laughs> Like lapping, yeah, like a wave. Like if a speedboat just went by and the wake. <laughs> you just got to go. Oops. You got to finish it. Yeah. We live on a river. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we see lots Boat of stuff. boats. <laughs> I just, I don't like how they kiss and I don't right. like him. <laughs> then we cut back over to Kenny telling Lee that he's a snake. A disingenuous and, snake. And the snake thing continued. That's a theme now. For the last episode, too. Like, everybody just calls him a snake. Yeah. And so, at this point, Kenny says, bye, snakey. <laughs> but then he also makes, like, a snake hand gesture <laughs> while he's uh, while at the rose ceremony. Did you notice that? No, I missed that. We, like, put his hands together and he was, like, slithering them back and forth. Kenny did it? Yeah. Okay, I at thought the you rose meant, ceremony. like, Lee did it. <laughs> oh, no. Just playing up that he's a snake. And we also got to see some snakes towards the end of the episode. So they're really playing the snake thing. Yeah. Again, just hoping that's done next time. Oh, no more snakes. Remember earlier in the season when the episodes were just so chock full of action and it was awesome? Yeah. This has just felt like this was like the longest episode. This is what we're used to with this franchise. It happened so much last season where with Corinne and... Or just Corinne, I guess, in general, and then the various aspects of her. But I was, I don't know, I'm just hoping that it'll go back. That once Lee is gone, that we can go back to interesting storylines. I feel like most of the conflict is gone at that point. Like, the conflict between the guys, at least. No, but then th there's got to be other interesting things going on in the house. There have to be other interesting dynamics between the guys. Well, hopefully it's not like awful mean things against each other no which but that's that's the thing it's like i would be totally entertained seeing like dude friendships and whatever weird stuff they do to keep themselves entertained and more copper <laughs> <laughs> just slipped copper in i there mean again. I'm, copper might not be in norway but copper is somewhere <laughs> they should just cut to copper and <laughs> what is he doing minutes. right now yeah <laughs> so anyway all right so the so lee and kenny have their little confrontation and then rachel comes in to the room to give the rose and the the vibe in the room was so tense and then she just walked in and was all smiley and just like ready to do her thing <laughs> i just thought it was really funny the contrast between the feeling in the room of every just everyone being so and then her just being like i'm, I'm here i'm the bachelorette <laughs> Which is good, and that's the way that it should really be. Like, the show's about her. She should be able to, like, be happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like that she just kind of carried that in. I'm sure she felt the weight of the room once she got in there, but she kept it going. Oh, yeah. So Brian gets the rose. Yeah. Nah. There was a really great shot of, like, all the guys being disappointed when he <laughs> got the rose. <laughs> they're all getting up to leave, and they're all, like, you know, oh, and yeah, man. they just kept showing, like, the different faces of disappointment <laughs> kenny gives his big like speech about how brian is a respectable person and not a little bitch and he just goes on for way too long about all that and then it's just it made me like him less yeah he also started saying weird mean things about lee's parents 
like how his parent like his parents would probably be so disappointed but i don't know i i don't think so i think lee probably comes from a long line of racists and they would probably be totally fine (laughs) with it yeah the next day we're uh at a one-on-one with jack stone jack stone attorney of law in bluffton south carolina So he you shows can, up. You can tell right at the beginning that he wasn't going to get Immediately. Roast. Right. So, okay. So they're walking down the street and he's like, oh, there's definitely haunted houses here. And she's, she's like, like, why? No. Did you see something? And it's like, no, but like these houses are old and this is a type of place where there would be haunted houses. <laughs> it was like, like they were doing improv and she refused to go <laughs> along with the storyline. <laughs> like yeah. You're supposed to just agree to everything. Yeah. But instead... She's like, no, these aren't haunted houses. Right right at that point, I knew there was no chance he was going to get a rose. No chance. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, sorry. By the way, spoiler, he doesn't get a rose. Um, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Can you imagine if people listened to our podcast just to hear like what happened in the show? They didn't watch it. They just listened to it. I mean, we, re- we recount it pretty well <laughs> like anybody could. <laughs> But the two of them seem to have so much in common. Right, on paper, they're supposed to be perfect mm. together. They're both from Dallas. They're both attorneys of a similar age. They both have really, really, really white teeth. Yeah, so when when Rachel started talking about this, uh, alarm bells went off in my head. And that's when, it, to me, sunk in that there was no way that he was getting a rose. Because yeah. they were setting it up. Like, well, we really should be good in person. Yeah, yeah no. So they did weird stuff. They ate oysters, and it was awkward. <laughs> then they danced, and that was awkward, too. Oh, that was really, really bad. <laughs> and but then... Okay, go ahead. The, the reason that <laughs> he was so bad at dancing, though, is he was just too busy staring at her. Yeah, I like how he said, did you notice that I was staring at you? <laughs> And she was like, oh, no, I was trying to dance. But it was weird because all they were showing, actually, what we saw of the dancing was her looking at him and him focusing really hard on his feet. So it didn't even it seemed like he was just making it up. Mm. But, yeah, he said, "Uh, did you notice I was staring at you? All of my eyes would have been on you. Yeah, like he has more than two. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) If I had walked in and, and I didn't know you, all of my eyes would have been on you. He must be an alien with more than two eyes. Oh, him and Jonathan, both aliens. <laughs> also, have you noticed that Jack Stone does this thing a lot where he like puts his head down on like <laughs> the creepy stare, up? the creepy stare. It's so scary. And but like and he has like the big teeth while he's doing it. Right. Yeah. So he he tilts his head down, and he kind of looks at you from under his eyebrows and yeah, yeah, you're doing it with the teeth. <laughs> yeah, he has a big smile, and like I feel like there should be like a sparkle that comes from his teeth, yeah. like the corner, just like ting. Like if he was one of those lizards that had that thing around their neck that like ruffles up, you know, like it would do it at that point. <laughs> like he'd have like a big frilly thing around his neck too. I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Yeah, the whole he's thing an awkward is. guy. I feel bad for him though because I think like I. I think he's being genuine. I mean, he seemed like he was pushing it pretty hard. Like he really wanted the fairy tale story, regardless of whether or not reality mapped onto that. I just feel like he thinks that he actually had that. Like he was kind of delusional about it. And I don't know. I just think that like he really thought that he was really feeling it. Then he tries to kiss her and she's like, you're going to get sick. Oh. And again, not not a good sign. No, and then they kiss, but it's like very brief. 
And like you could tell she's and, sick while she's kissing. And, and she, she doesn't want to kiss him because she's sick. Sick. Yeah, so no. So you don't think he she was actually no, sick. I, do. I think she was sick I do and too. that's why she took him on this date. Because she didn't want to waste the opportunity. If she took somebody that she wanted to make out with on mm. the date she and she was bad. sick, yeah. then she couldn't have done it. So I think she was like, All right, we'll bring this him isn't to see gonna happen. Yeah, like I know this isn't gonna go well, so I'm just gonna take Jack Stone and I don't have to worry about giving him cooties but now she gave him cooties and then sent him home so he's gonna be sick and sad it's heartbroken and he's gonna have mono yeah <laughs> and yeah he says it's the best first kiss oh, it's been it's been a long time since i've had a first and kiss the, i like wish that. i wish i had the like i wish we had the recorder on when that happened because the sound that you made when he said that you're just like what <laughs> It was not a good kiss. Oh, dear. Oh, man. Meanwhile, back at the house, Will explains to Lee about the history of black men being called aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I thought he did a really great job of attempting to explain that perspective of it. Yeah. And Lee says that he just doesn't understand Kenny's view of the world. And to and me, I was like, ding, ding, ding. That's white privilege. It. It, absolutely. Like, he just dismisses it like it's not a real thing. Because he's playing the race card. It's not a race card. It is the truth. Right. Oh, I hate him so much. Yeah. Then back to Jack Stone, who's head over heels in love. Oh, my gosh. He's just shocked about how many feelings he can develop in a day. Shocked. <laughs> and then he oh. stares from mm-hmm. under the brow. So then they walk into like that beautiful dining room and I just feel like there shouldn't even been a rose on that table. Okay, but can we talk about the dining room and like this setting? This like one two table. chairs at a table in the middle of a big space with no people in it. Like you're already in such an awkward situation. And then I always feel like these things, like who could be natural? Because there's not the, like the and, other chatter like, of other all people. All there is is the cameras <laughs> and people staring at you, probably. And plus Jack Stone staring at you. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So they talk about shucking and shagging for the first time, which <laughs> that was a dance they were doing. I think. No, I know. But come on, <laughs> that was like meant to be this like thing that they could joke. Like if this date was with Dean, oh, it would you know, and they had talked about like the shucking and shagging, it would be very like wink, wink, nod, nod. But yeah. instead, it was like, <laughs> yeah, we shucked, we and did shagged. that. <laughs> and Jack was like, oh my god, I'm so in love with you. He he tells Rachel that he gets her dad. She's like, you've never met him. No, she, like, but I understand He's what like he a, would be like. I totally get his humor. I totally get how you're like him. And she's just like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about uh, if we were back in Dallas. I'd take you and lock you in a room. <laughs> what would what would you do? We would just like lay in bed. Oh wow! And Rachel says that doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> no. Yes. What is your your ideal day with me? Well, first I would lock the door. <laughs> no, no, run, Ding. run away. Oh, okay. And then, so she's starting to break up with him at this point. Yeah, and he she is starts, oblivious. Oh, yeah. She's like, so you know, like, there's there can be like these fifteen or sixteen things that like 
really make us good with each other. But then there's just not like that X factor. Or there's also that X factor that's very important. He's like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. And she's like, yeah, you either have a connection or you don't. He's like, yeah, I know, right? And like looking at her like they have that connection. Nope. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, and then she's just like, no, sorry. I don't feel it. And then he just stared. Yeah, okay. So she breaks up with him and he says nothing (laughs) no he says one thing he says not at first no he says yeah when she's like can i walk you outside that's all right but that was after like a very long time (laughs) like she broke up with him and then he just stared at her like she was filled with jellyfish or something like he the look on his face was like does not compute what is going on i'm and then she said some more stuff because i think she wanted to try to I don't know. She's Get like, some this isn't going well. For him to say something back, probably, to, like, prompt him. I don't know. And then just, like, finally was like, can I, can I walk you out? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then he's gone. Yeah. By Jack Stone. Then we go straight into a rose ceremony. Because Rachel knows what she's going to do. Well, actually, first we make a pit stop at her dressing room. Ooh, and see up her leg with those three buckles? Yeah, that was an interesting dress. And... There were some interesting shots of her. Like it started off with her staring off of the balcony just into the distance. I always love those shots. <laughs> those are like the I'm making my decisions by looking out onto the landscape. And then it was like, I'm putting on some bracelets. And so we watched her put on bracelets. And then we saw her, her dress. No cocktail party. Straight to the rose ceremony. She knows what she wants to do. Iggy's so, really upset that he's not going to be able to get some time with her. He's really looking forward to it, but he's just not going to get that. Yeah, he wanted to shit all over some other guy in the house. <laughs> he's sad that he's not going to get that opportunity. Uh, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so then they do their little lineup thing, and Kenny and Lee were very deliberately put next to each other. Yeah, you see Kenny walk into the room and kind of like stand in place, and the other guys have to like walk around him. And so, yeah, you could tell that. Mm-hmm. He had a specific spot that he was told to go to. Yep. So the rose ceremony happens and everybody but Tickle and Iggy get roses. I felt bad for Jonathan. I'll call him by his real name. He called himself. I know he did. But yeah, (laughs) I love how he was like, can I give you one more for the road? (laughs) And then so she goes in for the hug and he tickles her. He tickles her. Yeah. He he said that he's glad that he got to make her laugh. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he really just needs to find a girl who likes a good set of tickling hands. <laughs> His word's not mine. That's, you know, that's on my list of things. No, it's not. <laughs> Can you, you imagine, like, someone's online dating profile being like, <laughs> really enjoy a good tickle? <laughs> I bet you there's somebody. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought that he left very gracefully, where there's got to be someone out there that's into what tickle has to offer. I mean, let's be fair, though. Like, he seemed like a really nice guy. Just he didn't have that spark. He seemed Rachel. nice, but he led with some weird stuff. Yeah. You mean bad touch? <laughs> like, yeah, like bad touch. Okay, wait. But just going back. When uh, when she was calling out names, they cut to Adam. <laughs> and Adam was saying that he really hopes that he can stick around so that Rachel can experience the full Adam. Because, because she's only had a snack. Just a snack. And he wants her to have the whole kitchen. The whole kitchen. <laughs> I think when people say stuff like that, it's super weird. But what's stuff like that? What is something like that? It's usually like... Like 
a snack. A bite out of or like something like that. Like, yeah. And then I wanted to have the whole thing. A food metaphor like that. That creeps me out. Don't just snack on me. All right. And then Eggie leaves. He was really sad. He realizes that talking about other guys was a waste of time. He's really aware of what's going on in the house. And then he realized that part a little too late. A little bit too late, Eggie. That that was uh, the main thing that you did. He said that he learned a lot about himself. That's he was just point. starting to get comfortable. Being himself. And that kind of makes me feel bad for like, you know, picking on him all the time. Like he just seems like he's not comfortable do- being a certain way. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, he's easy to pick on, but I don't think that we meant it in a mean way. No. He's just, he had something different to offer than a lot of the other guys in the house. I don't think that's bad at all. No. And I still remember that suit that he wore on the first night, that like gray speckledy suit. It's a nice suit. It was very nice. Iggy's got... He does. I think he has really good style. He, yeah. I think that Iggy will do just fine in life. Then we're off to Oslo, Norway. Oslo's such a beautiful place. It, could except it, for the sh- could estab- it not be more beautiful there? The, the establishing shots were pretty bad. They showed they like a terrible. dead forest. And like a factory town. <laughs> it was... Yeah. yeah. No, not great. But then they, they showed a few more after that were like lush forest, And I like guess. the beautiful mountains and like... A nice skyline and stuff. Like, it did end up getting nicer, but the first, like, the two first or three. The few, I was like, that looks like here. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not, I don't know. We we have that. We see the guys traveling, and the only thing I wrote down from this was Alex was on the, the carousel for the bags. Riding around. Of course. Because I feel like he probably is a lot of fun to travel with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Peter says that he's excited to see Rachel. And I wrote, I'm excited to see that hot tub scene. <laughs> I usually so normally when we had watched the show in the past, we wouldn't we would fast forward through or avert our eyes for the scenes being like coming up because we wanted to kind of keep the watching experience pure. Mm -hmm. But now that we're watching it on live on TV, I don't know, it's harder to do. Mm -hmm. So we've been watching that part. And yep, you knew about that coming up. Yeah, I usually try not to talk about it or think about it too much, but who couldn't stop thinking about the hot tubs. (laughs) so they're all hanging out in like probably some cafe bar type thing and rachel comes in and it's like all right so we're gonna go on my first one-on-one date and i'm gonna take brian and then so like they leave and then dean (laughs) dean's like yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he went home yeah and then josiah was like oh yeah tell me more dean (laughs) (laughs) yeah josiah wanted that extra insight no no but i think that like i wouldn't have been surprised either because she has been having the issues with like them being purely physical yeah that's true and i could see like her if she had tried to really make an effort to have some other kind of connection and that fell through being like "Eh, actually i don't know and dean's not there so he doesn't know the extent to which yeah yeah like the only times dean has seen anything i think he was on the ellen date so He saw how Brian was acting and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, so Brian, I don't know, their relationship to me, I feel like Brian would be acting the same exact way regardless of who the Bachelorette was. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's specific to Rachel at all. Yeah. And that's what bothers me. And I think it's because Brian has some past experience on reality television. He does? I think he was on one of those, like, dating shows, like, those MTV dating shows, like, Next, or one of those, like, one-episode dating shows. Oh. 
So he So he's been knows on how to be romantic with like, anything anyone. Quickly. Yeah. Hmm. With a rock. If there's a rock on a reality show, pretty you can rock. Fall a for busty it. rock. A busty rock. Some good cleavage. Good, ooh, <laughs> good, good rock joke. <laughs> yeah, I think that Brian he comes across to me like a just a more confident version of Jack Stone. Where I think like Jack was acting the way he was and he would have done the same thing regardless of it being Rachel or anybody else. Like he doesn't he wasn't picking up on any like actual things happening. I think Jack was very confident. But he just was didn't have that connection. He wasn't like being for. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Oh, I think. I guess was, maybe confident. I mean, like sexually confident. Yeah, like actually made moves and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but like he was confident that things were going well. He just didn't display that very well to her, other than just saying, "We're in love. Everything's great." Yeah. So they take a really cool trip. Like I think it, to me, it looked like a funicular, which is like a, a cable car. That just goes up at a very steep angle. We did that when we were in Barcelona. Yes, when we went to Montserrat. Yeah, it was exciting. And we sat in the front so that we could like really see what a steep angle we were at. It was pretty steep. Ah! Eek. <laughs> so they go up to the top of the Olympic ski jump and rappel down. 187 feet. 187. Murder. What is that? I don't know about that. 187, maybe it's, that's the code? Like the murder code? What do you mean murder code? Like in... Oh, like Breaker Breaker. Breaker Breaker 187. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. For the amount of murder podcasts I listen to, I'm surprised that I've never heard about 187. Mm. Get on that, murderinos. (laughs) So yeah, so they start repelling down and she's like terrified to the point where she's just hysterically laughing. Oh my gosh, I said... Yeah, she's so adorable when she's scared. She was... Yeah, it was so funny. I liked it. Hysterical. And then he's like, let's kiss. And she's like, like, whoa. (laughs) But they do. And it looks like her legs are like up in the air. She looks super crazy. (laughs) And then when she gets down and she's talking to the camera, her hair's all messed up. It's like, what? All you were doing was like things with your arms. Maybe it was windy. Her hair like under her little helmet thing. It was like like, Mm. lots of things. She starts talking about some more of the things about how she's trying to sabotage what's going on between the two of them because she doesn't like being played and how perfect he seems. Right. And he says that he's so confident and positive because there's nothing negative to think about. Which to me, like that was another just like vacant. Like I thought when he was like, like, he was like, well, some of the, some people ask me, you know, why am I so confident and positive? And I was like, oh, we're going to learn something about him. Like some backstory of like what's made him have this outlook on life. And then it was, well, because there's nothing, no reason not to was basically the answer. Oh, well, I got the first impression, Rose, so I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, that was four weeks ago. Yeah. And Rachel says that he's devastatingly handsome. And I wrote, what, compared to Peter? Because he's not. (laughs) I mean, Is that just me? I mean, he's a handsome guy. He's all right. But compared to Peter? (laughs) I think Peter's more your type. I guess so. I mean, even other guys in the house. Sure. I th- I think I think most of the guys there are more attractive than Brian. Yeah. I think Kenny's way more attractive. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, anyway. So then they just, they don't have any important conversations. They just make out. Then we cut back to the house where Eric and Anthony are talking. And this conversation made me want to hear so much more from Anthony. Oh, at that moment, 
I thought that I'm, we're going to see Anthony go pretty far. He, well, right. I knew that during their date. Yeah. Like it was a boring date, but it he, it showed that he is a person of substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so wise. Oh, he's like a such a wise guy. Not, not like a wise guy. Yeah. So Eric was questioning why Rachel keeps going on one-on-ones with white guys, mm-hmm. essentially. And Anthony was like, I don't see it that way. I don't think that she groups all of us together you know that's not the reason that she's doing that um and he was pointing out that like eric just got a rose you know on a group date because you know maybe they're not there yet to the point of having a one-on-one but like she's still validating it yeah Yeah. i don't know i just i really like anthony Mm -hmm. as a person i'm not sure about with rachel but i I do definitely want to see more from him and that's why i think like if we didn't have lee and kenny this like drama thing going on we'd get more conversations more stuff like that which to me is just so much more interesting but maybe not to mainstream america right because this actually shows yeah because this is intelligent conversation as opposed to just the stupid racist lee stuff yeah that's easy for everyone else and to perpetuating digest. stereotypes. I don't like it. Yeah. Then we go back to the one-on-one date where Rachel has very sparkly gold eyelids. And I was she's very distracted by them. And she was blinking a lot, so like they were even sparklier. Well, that's what you have to do when you have sparkly eyelids. <laughs> also, like if that glitter gets in your eyes, it's very like it's very irritating. There's a lot of glitter too. Yeah, because it's like kind of big. Like I've had that before. Like if you just use a regular eyeshadow, it's like a powder, so it's not as bad. Like your eyes can wash you can it out. Quite, right but out. yeah, when it's like glitter, it's it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So the first thing that Brian does is move their chairs closer together because he's a smooth operator mm-hmm. like that. Rachel opens up about her insecurities, mm-hmm. and Brian opens up about his, that he used to be skinny and have acne. So they have that in common, that they were late bloomers. Yeah, they were the Except that his duckling. was in high school. And he uh, he drops the album. Oh, yeah. He's like... It was like a weird transition, too. I don't know if that was done on purpose. Yeah, he was like, I had a four-year-long relationship, and then... And it was time to grow up, and... Yeah, so it, to me, it sounded like he was in this relationship and wasn't into it but he was just kind of like letting it go and then he's like and i'm falling in love with you and i wanted to be like wait 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 can we back up to where you like were in a relationship that you didn't like for four years and then how did that end because we should explore that more (laughs) (laughs) right and then we had more tongue kissing with the tongue tongue and uh she likes brian a lot a lot then it's time to go in for a group date back at the house. Adam, Dean, Anthony, Peter, Matt, Will, Alex, Eric, and Josiah all get called for the the group date. Which means that it's everybody but Kenny and Lee. And this was, they set this up again. Well, who knows whether this happened in this order. But they had just shown Kenny talking to the camera saying that he really wants to move on with Lee, spend more time with Rachel, and then the two-on-one happens. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think like he wants it to be over, but the producers don't want it to be over. Right. The date card said, I'm looking for a guy who's good with his hands. What could that mean? Boxing? Massaging. Massaging? Uh, texting quickly. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do like a typing test. <laughs> Maybe speaking teaches typing. Maybe they're going to braid hair. 
or tie friendship knot bracelets. Or maybe they're going to go play handball. Oh, or handball with Coach Tom. Coach, yeah, Coach Tom. The most serious handball instructor I've ever seen. Handball is life. Handball is life. <laughs> and his face, he was just like... He was he was not happy that the bachelors and bachelorette were in this room playing handball. Yeah. Whenever they cut over to him, his arms are crossed and he looked pissed. He was like, I take this very... The handball is life. These goofballs don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Alex's hair was super crazy. And he walks in and is like, what? These guys are like Vikings. They're seven feet tall. <laughs> More Alex, please. So like they do their little practice drills and it's game time and they're all wearing those like wrestling singlets. Why are they in those? I don't think they really the, play in that. The athletes like that they had before that are actually handball players. That's not what they were wearing. They're, using, they're wearing like regular uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Josiah says that he's going to be good at handball because he has... He doesn't have. He doesn't got those Donald Trump hands. <laughs> Meaning he has big hands. I like any digs at Donald Trump. Dig it. Fuck Donald Trump. Dean had a jock strap on the outside of his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? I, well, actually, you don't even have to ask why. It's because all the other guys, like, you could kind of see their their bump, and so he needed. He wanted to like just cover that <laughs> part. I thought that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> so the guys are playing the sports and. Peter makes a an effort to get physical with Rachel. He mm-hmm. like picks her up and picks her up, and as Josiah says, gets both hands on her cheeks. Get a handful of booty, <laughs> and then uh, then Dean's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna you know do good too." And he ties her shoe, <laughs> <laughs> taking it to the next level. She tries putting her shoe into him to like you know try to be more physical. He's like, "No, put it down. No, put it down. <laughs> put it down. That's how we tie shoes." <laughs> And then Will's like, yeah, I'm going to win her over by sporting real good. Scores like 17 goals. <laughs> Go sports, shoe tying, and girl lifts. AJ's in the balcony. You didn't see him. I didn't. I was looking down writing notes about how they were taking turns picking her up. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. It's unfortunate. I felt bad that you missed it. I fo- We follow uh, AJ on Twitter now. Oh, do we? Yeah. He has his own account. Good. <laughs> All right. So then we cut back to the house where Kenny is video chatting with his daughter. He misses her so He's so sweet much. with her. Oh, my God. That just like, and oh, it just pisses me off more and more about the Lee thing. That, that, that all he has right now And I now just is... wish that he could drop it. I wish mm-hmm. that Kenny could just like let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. I wish he could just ignore him because I feel like he's just going to make himself look bad. Yeah. And then like Lee's just working out in his t-shirt and jeans and boots after he gold boots that he was waxing earlier his boots were shiny like golden yeah i'm not surprised that he has golden boots speaking of boots back at the group date rachel's got thigh high boots on she pulls will aside first and he explains that he's a guarded person Mm -hmm. and his last relationship he got left for someone else Mm. And he was hurt around the same time that Nick hurt Rachel. Right. Rachel asks him how he got over it. And I thought the answer was going to be, well, I decided to come on this show. Because it was about the right time for that. (laughs) But no, he says that he realized that he did all he could in the relationship. So he kind of made peace with it and moved on. Very mature. And then they make out in a dark wooden corner. Yeah. And we both went, aww. Aww. Yeah, I like Will. Yeah, me too. He's just been kind of like a slow, slow build, which I like more than 
Brian. Then tongue down throat on first date. Yep. So then we we cycle through the the one-on-ones with the guys. So Alex reads her a letter that he probably should have just been able to say off the top of his head. It seemed like there were a lot of pages, though, and they just showed one like quick snippet of it. Yeah, maybe some of it was like equations. Maybe he was doing his math homework. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he gets a kiss, and we also were excited about that. Mm-hmm. Matt was reading lyrics. Matt's eyebrows are too far apart. <laughs> I can I just can't. It distracts me. I don't like to make fun of people the way they look. That's not true. I do. But I try not to say it out loud. But in this case, I've held on to it for too long because it's it's by choice. He plucks them to that extent. Mm. He should just, just let him grow. Let him grow. Let him grow. Let him grow. But he had like lyrics that were sewn onto a velvet napkin or something. Oh, yeah. Embroidery. Do you think he knows how to do it, or do you think that the producers gave it to him because he didn't have any props? Yeah, I don't think he did it. I think if it was Alex, maybe he would have... Like, I could believe that Alex would embroider, because he can do Rubik's Cubes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if those those two skills are interchangeable. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Yeah, but everything's going so good. Nothing. Things can't even go wrong. Uh, Yeah, Rachel was just so pleased with how everything was going. She said she doesn't see how things go wrong. And then in walks Josiah... Proves her wrong. Saying weird stuff. You're the woman of my dreams. I want to grow old with you. Because his, so his parents, his grandparents, no, his his dad told his mom on the second date that he was going to marry her. Mm-hmm. And so he was, you know, taking a play from that book. Yeah, and said that, you know what, I, I feel that we're going to get married too. Yeah, except that, like... Maybe when his parents got married, that was back when relationships were sort of like the guy picks the girl and the girl's like, yeah, I got to move out of my parents' house, so mm-hmm. I'm going to marry you. And easy choice. Not the case anymore. Yes. And Rachel's show. like, yeah, that's cool that you want to marry me, but like, I don't know anything about you and you don't really seem to care to know anything about me. You just know the things that you've read about me online beforehand. And he's like oh you're so perceptive and i love that and she's still like yeah i didn't really mean it as a compliment like that yeah yeah she's like you don't ask me any questions about myself and he's like oh my gosh you're so amazing it's like right still not a question you still have not learned anything about her except that she doesn't like what you're doing like like for instance where is copper Like, just, just, I could very easily come up with a few questions that I'd like to know the answers to. <laughs> Back in the house, Kenny and Lee get their date card that says, your fate is up in the air and has a second note. That Chris slipped in. Chris Harrison. Two men, one rose, one stays, one goes. It's a poem. It's a threatening poem from Chris <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> One of you is getting in a row, the other one's going to get the hell out of here. Get out of here, or we're just going to leave you in the forest. It's too cold. Back at the group date, <sighs> Peter. Peter. Peter and Rachel are talking, and I just feel like Peter gets her. <laughs> no, I'm not even... this. Uh, that sounds like one of your things that you say, where you're just like, oh, he totally gets her. But he does. Like, I feel like he just understands her... I don't know. 
I don't know. She said because he's like perceptive. He uh, he knows like he can read her really easily. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why everybody doesn't get that, but don't tell them right. because it's whatever. And he's like, is there a patio out there? So they go out there and they look at the moon. And then she's like, let's hot tub it. And then I was like, whoa, she suggested the hot tub. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, he kissed her and she's like, what took you so long? He's like, oh, oh my gosh. I just love them together so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, the way that they got into the hot tub, though, was that he said, you know, we just have so much ground to cover. That's why he didn't want to just make oh, out with yeah. her the whole time. And then she's like, well, can we cover it in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just like, really... They hot tubbed it. It got really they hot. They heated that tub. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> then we... All right. So then we go inside where they have a camera... Sh- on the rose. With a gun in the background <laughs> on the table. Anybody else catch that? Yeah. But then they showed it again and it wasn't there. I missed it. I missed that it wasn't there the second time. I definitely saw the pistol there the first time. Yeah. What was that? Was it a rubber band gun? No, that was like an old time gun. That was real. Do you think they were like playing that? What is that game? Russian roulette? Yeah. No, that. Because Alex usually... is Russian. <laughs> that game's usually played with a, a gun that has multiple chambers in it. Right, that's so a single there's a chance gun. that it won't just <laughs> yeah, shoot. Right. It's like, oh, who wants to go first? <laughs> So Will gets the rose, and yeah. Peter is sad. Because yeah. Peter's like, what did I... I don't know. I'm what just happened? like... And it's like, Peter, Come dude. on, dude. You just had at least an hour with she her. She just like got to some kind of base with you that she's not gotten to with the other guys. And spent a ton of time with you. And the other guys, meanwhile, were just sitting inside, mm-hmm. twiddling their thumbs, mm-hmm. playing Russian roulette. <laughs> or Norwegian with single, roulette. With their single shot gun. <laughs> and... Yeah, so just let the rose go to another guy. Like, she's got to play it cool. Like, if you're the one, she's she still has to play the game. Give you all the presents. Right. It doesn't end week five, it ends week X, whatever that week is. N equals the number of weeks in the season. Yeah, so we're, we saw Alex's math homework, and that's what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what he, he was trying to calculate how many weeks there are <laughs> in The Bachelorette. <laughs> Yeah. So that night's over. Next day, two on one. Today Pe- is all about clarity. People see through Lee. They know that he's a snake. Who? Uh, I forget who said it, but somebody said that they see right through him. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do, but it doesn't seem like Rachel does. Which is the one, the most important one, really. Yeah. She gives up the roses. She gets to make him go home. Yeah. Make him go Send home. Send him home. I'm so done with this. <sighs> so they go to Hobel. It's out in the wilderness. In a helicopter where there are no distractions. And to me, I was really hoping that they were going to land and there was going to be some sort of like troll hunters or other like obscure religious or spiritual um, like shamans in the forest that they would get to spend some time with because that's what happened on the last season with the voodoo people. Oh, yeah. On the two on one. With Corinne and what's her face therapist. Yeah. So but that didn't happen. That didn't. It was just. Let's go sit by a tree by the water. Missed opportunity. There's got to be some kind of interesting stuff we could have learned about Norwegian culture. Yeah, I and mean, I'm pretty really sure. bastardized for. 
television. For American television. <laughs> yes. So Lee's like, I'm just going to kill him with kindness. And Kenny's like, I'm just going to focus on Rachel and her big fuzzy jacket hood. <laughs> it's like a big infinity scarf. I'm not think. sure what kind of animal it was. It might have been multiple animals that died to make that fuzzy <laughs> collar. It was luxurious. So Rachel's like, hey, Kenny, I'm going to let's go talk and we'll sit on this nice mossy rock together. It's a really nice looking rock. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for moss. Kenny's just like, oh, I'm so happy to see you again and tries to, you know, just have, get to know, like, have some good time with her just to get to know her again. And like, I don't feel like they haven't talked to each other about them. But it seemed like they had some good inside joke because they talked about like onion time and they both laughed about that and I had no idea what that mm, was. Yeah, they. Ha- but it also seemed like he was trying really hard to like just move along, but she didn't want to do that mm-hmm. yet. And that was disappointing, I think. Yes. That would have to be frustrating. But she leaves, you know, brings him back and says that she's, she sees that Kenny's fighting for her, their relationship and have has hope for the future. Mm-hmm. But then Lee talks to her. Right, and he does his usual snake things. Oh, yeah, and we see snakes multiple times, and <laughs> they just keep cutting the snakes. How about Kenny, after he's done talking with Rachel, just going back and sitting down, and she's not there for a little bit? Oh, so there's yeah. just like that stare down. That stare down between the two of them until Kenny breaks the silence and starts talking about how good things are. And Yeah, well, first a, a bird started squawking really loudly. <laughs> he really broke the silence. And then Kenny was like, all well right, talk. well, the bird said what he had to say. So now I'm going to. Right. Yeah. Kenny. I don't know why. It, being... it seemed like a really long time. Like they were probably just waiting it out. Like Rachel wasn't allowed to go back until p- the producers got some shots of them talking. Yeah, most likely. Then it's Lee's turn to talk about how things went down. Yeah. That Kenny pulled him out of a van. And that he's mean when he drinks. And he has a dark side that comes out when he drinks. Yeah, what? I just had lots of question marks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. If Kenny pulled Lee out of a van, we would have seen it. Absolutely, because that would have just been so much fun. Fi- and he would have been sent home, because you can't get physical with people. Right, yeah. I, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go and they sit on the bench again, and it's obviously freezing, and Rachel pulls Kenny aside for a second time. And they're both like their teeth are chattering. And he's like, could we not walk all the way back to the mossy rock? Like, come on. We can just keep can we just like give. Yeah. Just give Lee some earmuffs and like have, have him go la 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 while we talk. I don't know. Um, so they're like, they're both shaking. Mm-hmm. And Kenny says that that's not true. Obviously. So it's just the stuff you could have like guessed they were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And like at this point, I don't know. I was... It's just so disappointing because this is all just so distracting that I feel like it's not possible for Kenny to come back from this. I, I think like there's... regardless of what's going to happen in this cliffhanger. Sure. I think that if Kenny goes to the next to the next week, um, there is no chance that he's going to be the one who falls who in love. Yeah. He's not going to get the opportunity to because of his encounters with Lee. Yep. He's poisoned to the well. After Kenny's done talking, he just comes down the hill laughing. Maniacally. Maniacally. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, he's not going to be able to just let it go. So I think she's going to send both of them home. Yeah, I agree. That's my prediction for the beginning of next episode. As sad as it is to see Kenny going home, 
that means that this plot line's done. Right. And that there's no remnants of it. Because I think that whenever... She, like, she's not going to ever be able to get past that with him. No. He's going to be like Fred. She's not going to be able to see past. Frederick. She'll start calling him Kenneth. Kenneth. Yeah. All right. So that was tonight. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? How far do you think we're going to get? I think that that's going to get finished up within the first half hour. Um, I think we're going to get a robe ceremony. Yep. And then maybe we'll get a one-on-one. Who do you think is going to go home in the robe ceremony? So let's say, oh, that's tricky though. It seems like they're sending three people home a, a week. So if Kenny and Lee both go home. That would just mean probably one. One. Um, Who do we have? We have Eric. Maybe Matt. Are you just saying that because of his eyebrows? No, Josiah. I think Josiah is going to go home. Oh, yeah. I think if three people go home and those two are included. I think people will be surprised. That they both go home? If Josiah goes home. Which people? The other guys in the house. Oh, Oh, right. Because he seems confident and it seems like that they get along in front of everybody else. Right. Yeah. It's not a surprise to us, though. Um, So who's the... Okay. So Eric. Eric's not leaving. No. Peter's not leaving. Adam, maybe. We don't. She still hasn't gotten full Adam. I think that she's gonna get some of Adam's apple next time. All right, Will. I think he's definitely. Oh, he oh yeah, I think he's gonna get a one-on-one. You think Will's gonna get a one-on-one next week? Yes. Oh wow, that's a bold prediction. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> It'll only be wrong for a day. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Alex. I think Josiah. Oh, no, I think Josiah's going home. Um, no, I don't think Alex is gonna go home. Good. I don't think he's going to win either, though. No. But I do just like seeing what he brings to the table. He's interesting. Yeah. he has. He's a different kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, Brian and Dean are going to stay. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling it right now that if three go home. Yeah. We're getting Kenny, Lee, and Josiah. I think that it will be Kenny, Lee, and Adam. Just for the sake of saying something different. Okay. If I have a backup, I'm going to go with Lee, Josiah, and Adam. <laughs> I would say <laughs> Lee, <laughs> Matt, and Josiah. <laughs> what other combinations can we do? All right. Anyway, this is silly. <laughs> Who do you think's going home? <laughs> Don't, well, you can't tell us because we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all for tonight. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. I'm Jake. I'm Sarah. And this is We Trust the Process. We Trust the Process.